0: The door just opened. Elijah, is that you? Holy Spirit! Not only is the Holy Ghost welcome in this place, but all the angels, Elijah, Moses, the Apostle Paul, especially my brother, John, of the book of Revelation, even Penny is welcome here. Yep. This is awesome in the house of God zeal for the Father's house has consumed pretty much everyone here, otherwise you wouldn't be listening Holy Spirit (laughs) I mean really we've come to a place in our walk with God where it's like, is there really anything else here except living for Jesus Christ and like really, really living for Jesus Christ not just church you know, not just daily devotionals, but becoming a flame of fire as it's written i make my ministers flames of fire and the angels their winds that make it worse you ever seen wind on fire penny Ah, the billows the billowing angels upon your fire the fire of the seven blazing torches of the roots of David of the salvation of your spirit life. And the salvation of your spirit life is also for your mental health. Good news. God transforms and restores our souls by the same seven spirits of God that are the roots of David in our heart. It's the same seven spirits of God that are the seven horns of Jesus Christ written in Revelation chapter 5 verse 6 and I saw a lamb looking like it had been slain with seven horns and seven eyes which are the seven spirits of God sent to devour all the earth I mean sent out into all the earth a little too zealous there just burn everything Jesus with the fire of life whoo Do you know that the fire of God that sometimes makes you feel a little uncomfortable, like you get got to get up and maybe move around and look the other way and the brain tries to distract you because the fire of God is so strong? That's the fire of life itself. Our God is a consuming fire. That nature is 100% perfectly manifest in the lion of the tribe of Judah with seven blazing torches. Not six, not five, not four, not three or two or one. Seven. Why? Because God is seven. And that's why you have seven continents. Maybe you didn't know that. After the floods of Noah. Seven. That's the stamp of God the Father. Him saying, that's me, kids. I did that. (laughs) Satan doesn't work in sevens. Satan works in 666's Satan only can work through unrenewed minds Satan can only work in the brains that's why his entire system of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is simply information for your brains so when you offer your lives as living sacrifices holy and acceptable to God you're actually giving up the ability to think for yourself. For a lot of people, that's a major stress reliever. For others, it's infuriating because they've invested all their time and energy and their life and hundreds of thousands of dollars in the university systems of the world all into their brains. And you come around the seven spirits of God, the seven horns and the seven eyes, and it immediately goes, poof, and burns to ashes. Literally, everything you've ever known dies. That's why it's written, you can't live until you die. If we've been crucified with Christ, we no longer live. The life we now live, we live by faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Faith. 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 How much faith can you have? Is there something as too much faith? In Jesus Christ, you have perfect faith. The Holy Spirit in us is our ability to believe. That's what everyone coming out of religion doesn't understand yet, because in religion, even charismatic and Pentecostal religion, a lot of times you had to work up faith. You always have to work up faith in religion. And and, and then you never actually... That's not how it is in heaven. In heaven, the seven spirits of God are your faith. In the kingdom of heaven, the faith, your measure of faith is measured by your measure of drinking the Holy Spirit through your heart roots and how much of the Holy Spirit light is burning in the brilliance of the Shekinah glory through your mind glorified. Now that's how it is in heaven. That's how it is in Zion. Zion above. That's how it is in heavenly Jerusalem above. And that's how it is in heaven on earth. Our faith has nothing to do with our brains or efforts or any of that. Now, this might sound like elementary stuff, but this is where most Christians are at in the world today. I know because I see them. So little faith Almost all Christians don't even have faith in 2017 for God to provide for them, to meet their needs. If he cares for the sparrows, Jesus said he'll care for you. He loves you more than the sparrows. You are greatly more valuable than the birds. And trust me, he loves the birds too. He's really into wildlife. Cute guy. Very much so why he created a zoo down here. But the humans are not supposed to be the animals. The humans are supposed to be the zookeepers, like Adam and Eve. Take care of the animals. Name the animals. Pastor the garden, Adam. Well, the second Adam demonstrates it perfectly towards us every day by the spirit of Jesus, who's with us, Emmanuel. Pastor the cities, pastor the nations. When the Bible commands us in Mark chapter 16 to go out and disciple the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Don't you know discipling the nations is pastoring the nations? Obviously, flesh and carnality and Christian religion can't do that. They're limited to what their bodies can do and that's why they're reliant on church buildings which are nothing more than prison systems of human walls of separation. Which is also why they're completely... As it's written God has never dwelt in buildings made by human hands. God has never dwelt in buildings made by human hands. Acts 7 I believe that's written. In the Bible, it's, that's a verse in, of Scripture. you guys know that verse? Well, then what are the people doing in there? They're trying to encounter God in a building bewitched from understanding you're the building. You're the temple's of heavenly Jerusalem. You're the temples of the Holy Ghost. You are the living stones. And this generation must perfectly awaken by the seven spirits of God through our hearts and minds, by the wise master builder, Jesus Christ, the apostle of our faith, the high priest of our confession. We must wake up to be the living stones of the great architect of heaven on earth. And heaven on earth will consume all the earth. I tell you, I can see the blueprints. God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ and the heavenly Sanhedrin of the 24 elders have been brainstorming this thing. They know what they're doing. You can trust the cloud of witness. You can trust the cloud of glory. You can trust your perfect Father in heaven. And Jesus Christ, the author and the perfecter of your faith, you can trust Him. And the fire of the Holy Ghost will refine you so much that you'll constantly feel His presence like fire and energy and electricity through your hearts and minds in an ever-increasing glory. Because you are the living stones of the temple of the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb, which is heaven on earth for all nations. That is what God the Father brings forth now. God the Father, he had seven churches, he had seven stars in his hand. Yes, he walks through seven golden lampstands, Revelation 1 and 2, whatever. But let's go on 2,000 years later towards the end of the book. You know, that's the beginning of the book, to the seven churches of Asia Minor, the seven golden lampstands, the seven stars, the seven blazing torches. Here's the Lamb that's slain with seven horns and seven eyes. The seven spirits of God glorifying whoever can receive the Holy Spirit and be consumed by the Father's house in the world. And scholars say it was tens of millions that the Apostle Paul, as an apostle, pastored ten million Christians. Did you know that? One guy. 10 million. Before the internet. You know? We have like 200. Paul had 10 million by Romans roads. With the internet you can have 7.2 billion by internet connections. That's God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ raising a standard of living stones building the temple of the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb on earth as it is in heavenly Jerusalem in this righteous generation now they don't seem very righteous right now do they? they very much seem like they don't know what's going on they really don't have the blueprints they don't have the vision of the seven eyes they don't have the power and the authority of the seven horns. The horns represent the power of God. The eyes represent the knowledge of God. The torches represent the presence of God. Omniscient, omnipotent, and omnipresent. Our God reigns. Hallelujah. For our Lord God Almighty reigns. That's the revelation of Jesus Christ, Christ, chapters 1 through 22. It's wonderful. I've meditated on that book for years. We've had the audio Bible, mainly New Testament, on repeat for the last 11 years straight, constantly. Never turned it off. Every night when I go to sleep, I have the audio playing for the last 11 years. <laughs> I have gone through the Bible thousands and thousands of times just drinking it in. And you know what? I get something new, even out of the New Testament, that's such a short amount of writing. Every single day, I'll get fresh bread. But lately, I think, lately it would be like maybe the last two years, it's been pretty much exclusively out of the book of Revelation. Because there's just so much meat there that needs to be eaten, and digested and made flesh of your reality, walking on the earth with the Father, fully unfolding His Word through your lives. Just living, breathing epistles. Living, breathing Bibles. Living, breathing books of the Bible. Everyone adds a chapter of their testimony to the Bible. I'm not talking about your Bibles, but I'm talking about what's written In this temple of the Lord God Almighty, these living epistles, these living stones, everyone adds their testimony and the temple fills with glory which is the knowledge of the glory. All of us bring our knowledge of the glory of what we've experienced. Some come out of religion, some come out of rebellion. Some have had really, really hard times coming out of prostitution, coming out of gangs, You know, others coming out of just lukewarm Laodicean Christianity. I mean, there's just literally every fish in the river of life in Ezekiel 47. Read that chapter. Ezekiel 47 speaks about a river that flows from the temple. Come on, somebody. You are the temple, and the river flows from us. And in the river is every type of person on earth. You know, you got the whales, you got the dolphins, Holy Spirit, you got some guppies, you know, and they're all having fun in the same river of life. Like the Apostle Paul says every star shines differently in the sky, every angel is of different stature, but they all excel in strength. All God's people are so completely, uniquely, and perfectly different in their new creation in Christ' natures. I mean, it's wonderful. They're like all gemstones in the river of life. That's how I see souls. For the fruit of righteousness is the tree of life. And let's engraft every soul into that tree by the seven spirits of God. Amen? We can do it. We are doing it. We have to demonstrate it, walk in it, walk the walk, talk the talk, rep- replicate it, <laughs> disciple it into others, enjoy it, and then other people are supernaturally drawn to Jesus Christ in your life. As it's written, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. Well, are you the temples of Jesus Christ? Yes. We are the temple of the Lord God Almighty on earth. It's about time we draw all the nations to us, Bride of Christ. And we will, as we're glorified by the seven spirits of God, without spot, without wrinkle, without religion, without rebellion. And really, as we've learned by watching the movie at the theater last night, it's the crucifixion of the brain that saves the universe. It's the crucifixion and the killing of the brain. Our human thinking, human reasoning, human philosophies, human religions, especially human Christianity. There is nothing more detestable to Jesus Christ than human Christianity. And it's like everyone comes out of it, everyone has some mixture of it because. That's all Satan has ever poured on us since we've been born again. That's the only way he can slow us down, get us in our brains. If you are to stay in your spirit and go from glory to glory from day one born again, you would devour Babylon the Great. I mean, you would have an army of God just blazing through the world, consuming the nations with unquenchable fire of their seven spirits of God spirit life hey, that's what we got. That's what we've been doing. And so the key issue is repentance, which is get out of the brain and get back into the river of life through your spirit life and drink the river of life. As it's written, the spirit and the bride say, come and drink. Freely, without cost, living waters, in copious amounts of superabundance, all you can drink, all you can eat, marriage supper of the Lamb every single day. That's Christianity. Feasting on the fattened calf of Luke 15. It's a celebration. Lord, restore the joy of our salvation so we can celebrate our salvation. Celebrate the glory of God manifesting through our hearts and minds. Amen? (laughs) Shaka. couple people excited about Jesus. (laughs) Glory to God. And once you get in the glory and get out of your brain, which is true spiritual repentance, the brain is the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Your spirit is the tree of life. Christ is the Holy Spirit. Did you know that? Christ, the word Christ in the New Testament, that's the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of God is Christ. We have a Trinity, and it's one God. Okay? Jesus Christ is the Son, God's the Father, and the Holy Ghost is here 100%. Perfectly representing the Trinity, you are not lacking any of the Father, you are not lacking any of the Son, by having the fullness of the Holy Ghost, everyone. And we have the seven Spirits of God, the fullness of the Holy Ghost, every one of us. So we're complete without excuse. We don't need the second coming of Jesus. That's the capstone on all the work of the apostles and prophets and sons of God and the ruling and reigning overcoming Bride of Christ. I'm telling you. The Lord Jesus Christ remains in heaven until we restore all things, Acts 3.21. That's what's written. And obviously, look at the nations. We don't have the economies. We don't have the governments. We don't have the nations. We haven't restored anything. And our souls are barely restored. So that means there's a lot more restoration of all things to be done. And guess what? There's an acceleration on it because we've been greatly bewitched by Satan and his angels. We have been so tremendously bewitched. Galatians 3.1 speaks about the works of the devil that gets people in the self-efforts after they've been born of God by grace in their spirit. If you were born by grace in your spirit, why would you ever try to add your own human efforts to the works of the Holy Spirit and cut yourself off from God? and get into satanic slavery of Galatians 3, 1, bewitchment. I mean, that is the normal thing in Christianity and churchianity in the whole world, where they're all trying to work out in the flesh what began in the spirit. And by flesh, the only flesh Jesus Christ is ever talking about in the New Testament is the flesh of your brain matter. Brain matter is flesh, right? That's where he was crucified. Skull Hill? It wasn't crucified at heart hill, knee hill, foot hill, hand hill, skull hill. Golgotha means skull hill. Because the only part of the flesh that even matters to be crucified at all is the brain. Truly, the crucifixion of our brains and living in the mind of Christ is not only our salvation, but the perfect demonstration of Christianity to all the Christians in the world and so few people have even seen it yet. Most people have never even heard the real gospel in Christianity. But we have to demonstrate the fullness of deity in bodily form because we are the temples of the Holy Spirit. That is what's written. And it's a faith issue. If you believe this word, it's planted as living word seed into your hearts. And the Holy Ghost will water the seed that he, that the sower's sowing seed sow into hearts because your hearts are the soil and out of your heart proceeds rivers of living water of every place you have faith. But if you have the cares of this world and are worried about money and worried about your family and your kids and all of the stuff of the natural realm it says it chokes out the seed of God in your hearts and they never develop spiritually. You can tell by all the stuff on their Twitter, all the stuff on their Facebook, all the stuff on their Instagram. They're more interested in cooking and their kids and all this natural stuff. Rarely will they even have a spiritual post on their Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You can always tell what's inside a person by their words. For you are your words. Jesus Christ is the Word of God. That's what makes Him Messiah. That's what makes Him equal to the Father, because He's the Word of the Father. Any word that's not the Father means you're falling short of the glory of God. That's why we need the blood of the Lamb for the forgiveness of our sins. Because we all, like sheep, have gone astray, and we all fall short. So we need a lot of forgiveness all the time because we miss the mark in sin. And there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Plead the blood and keep moving forward, triumphing by the Holy Spirit grace, working energy through your hearts and minds. Spiritual progress every day. Always triumphing. Always moving forward. A righteous man falls seven times and gets back up again, which means however many times it takes, just make sure you get up again. God knows Satan has built a labyrinth in Babylon the Great. Do you understand what the word Babylon and great in the book of Revelation mean? It means the maximum amount of confusion possible. Babylon it's the word for confusion, and obviously great, confusion. That's the name of Satan's city, and the throne of his city is the beast and the red dragon and the false prophet, And guess where it sets it up shop and sets up throne? In the brain. (laughs) In the flesh. That's what beast means. The word beast there means flesh. The beast nature or the carnal nature. Carnal nature and beast nature is the exact same thing. There's nothing confusing here. The only thing confusing is the air of Babylon. Because... It's a city soaked and saturated with Satan and his angels' lies. Babylon is not a physical place. Babylon is a spiritual place of the unrenewed mind. And the only way to come out of her, my people, is by being transformed by the renewing of your mind, washed by the water of the living word. And we are And we have copious amounts of fresh bread and living wine from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ to come out of her, my people, and be transformed. Psalms 23.3, right now, He is restoring our souls, even while I'm speaking to you. These words restore souls. All the time, people will say, man, I've been eating on... Bad teaching my whole life because my soul has never been restored. I've been sitting under Christianity and I've never got my mind renewed. For decades, we hear it all the time. By the hundreds, people telling us. Coming out of lukewarm, Laodicean, American Christianity. Just complacent. With no mental transformation, no restoration of your soul. Do you understand? The restoration of your soul. Psalms 23 verse 3. Means your soul is lit up with Shekinah glory. Your, sh- your soul is blazing with the seven spirits of God, which is the golden menorah of the Holy Ghost light of heaven. The light of heaven on earth is available. It's the person, Holy Spirit. And every single soul is created to be lit up with the Holy Spirit light. That's how we're the light of the world and a city on a hill because we have the same light of heavenly Jerusalem on earth. That's why we're called the body of Christ, the bride of Christ. And we're yet to be glorified, but God is doing an accelerated work. He will restore everything the canker worm has eaten. And by canker worm, I mean religion. One of the saddest, sickest things, even in Teen Challenge, was to see people come out of heroin, crack and meth, alcoholism, and they come in, and they're just as demonized on religion as they were demonized on rebellion. And there's no mental transformation. It grieved my heart so bad to see it hundreds of times demonstrated in Teen Challenge when I was there for two years, from '99 to 2001. And then going into five years of Bible College at North Central University, honestly, it was worse. It was even worse. And then the last 11 years of inner city missions, how much does your servant need to suffer, Lord? Don't you know it's a cup of joy and a cup of suffering? It absolutely is. Salvation And the walk of Jesus Christ, the path of righteousness, the narrow way, is a path of tremendous persecution, tremendous misunderstanding. And the more perfectly you walk in the narrow path, the more mistreatment, the more misunderstanding, because you're entirely spiritual. And these people are entirely, in their brains, beast. And so the beast nature always bites and gnaws and claws and growls and fights with the Christ nature in us. And if you are 100% loyal to Christ in you, the hope of glorious things to get through your mind, Satan and everyone with an unrenewed mind in the kingdom of Babylon will be biting at you, pecking at you, gnawing at you every single day of your life. And the only way you can ever get any refreshment is to get so glorified that your cup overflows, and they can't get around you because there's too much anointing. It's like slippery slopes of anointing oil, and they can't claw their way up to you. <laughs> Otherwise, you're tormented by these demonized people every day. Paul was in the book of Acts. You know they fall around, and just bother him every day. Jesus. You know? Man. They be coming and messing with them, the Pharisees, all the time. Just to irritate them. Just to be a thorn in his side. Just to voice the devil's religious opinion. To see if they could catch him in words. Catch him in some doctrine and established theology that's just a dead letter killing people. <laughs> you know? But you get so alive in the fire of God that you can actually devour the wood and the hay and the stubble of human Christian brains. I tell you, that's the transition now. God the Father told me yesterday, yes, the beast people, the beast nature, the company of Babylon has trampled the holy place people underfoot for thousands of years. Even the charismatic church tramples the holy place people underfoot, majorly. Truth anyhow. But God the Father says, the holy place will now trample all flesh underfoot. And guess what that does? It sets the world free. No one is meant to live led by the brains. That is utter nonsense, sin, and confusion. Being led by the Holy Spirit is our freedom in Christ Jesus. Having our spirits so energized with life above our brains. The bright morning star is above me. I'd never live out of my brains. I'd be a dead sinner to live out of my brains. The morning star has risen in my heart as it's written in Peter. And I live out of the mind of Christ as should you. Because that's the only way we'll ever have any breakthrough or any heaven on earth. <laughs> and a lot of people are desperate enough to actually get this message and drink this message and drink the cup the Lord has given them to drink. You know, they're not going to pass on the wine anymore. are going to realize this is the cup of the new covenant. I can't pass on this stuff even though my religious teaching tells me it's weird or fringe. I've been lied to my whole life by religion. I am angry at Babylon. Now it's time to get some vengeance on Satan for ruining so many days, so many years. You know, and then you see so many families just ruining their kids on with legalism. So the kids just rebel seven times worse than the parents could ever imagine because there's so much legalism which is the fruit of the Antichrist working religious abominations through people's brains. It destroys families. There is nothing more destructive. We want to say it's alcohol. We want to say it's drugs. There is nothing even close to as destructive to American families in 2017 than Christian religion, I tell you the truth, from the heart of the Father. And He wants to heal the earth. He wants to heal your families. And you're only going to do it in the river of life, in the cup of the new covenant, in the seven spirits of God. And the seven spirits of God, they're not angry at you. They're never angry. All wrath has been poured out on the sacrificial lamb. All He wants to do is glorify you. All He's ever done is threatened you with the glorious good time. I mean, it's the celebration of the ages. It's eternal jubilee. It's entering the Sabbath day's rest. He's threatening you with perfect heaven on earth. He died on the cross to restore us to the Holy Spirit. Don't you realize when Adam and Eve fell, They simply gave up the Holy Spirit. But through Jesus Christ, with resting tongues of fire at Pentecost, we got the Holy Ghost back. Everything Adam and Eve lost have already been restored to us for 2,000 years. We've just been a little bit bewitched, a little bit ripped off of religion, not realizing, oh my God, we already have the seven spirits of God. I'm a temple of the Holy Ghost. That speaking in tongues stuff, that was just the beginning of my walk with the Lord. With the seven horns and the seven eyes, the omnipotent and omniscient and omnipresent one. The seven torches and the seven eyes and the seven horns of the Holy Ghost. Do you realize how glorified we're about to get, Bride of Christ? This is going to be wild. Religion has cat people to not experience the seven horns through their souls, the seven eyes through their souls, the seven torches through their souls. It's, this is uncharted territory. This is Jacques Cousteau and his little yellow submarine going way too deep. What's down here? Man, we've never even seen these creatures. What the heck is that? seven-eyed fish that are crystal clear swimming around down there. Woo! Eek! But it feels so good as it's written. Isaiah 11, They shall delight in the fear of the Lord. This is some horrifying stuff of life and death, but doesn't it feel good? It's the spirit of the fear of the Lord that we rejoice in. This spirit of the fear of the Lord will burn so mightily through us that sinners around us will be so convicted of sin, they're just going to start weeping. I mean, I was surprised during worship time when I got hit with just abundant laughter and joy because honestly, from the time I woke up until worship time, I was weeping all day, just in the ox of God, threshing sinners' souls, fueling the despair of their darkness through the city of Minneapolis and through the United States of America, I can feel that stuff. I'm sensitive to everything in everyone's souls. And the ox of God threshes through it, never avoiding it. We don't avoid the darkness in human hearts and the darkness in human minds, the perversion and the pride and, you know, the, all of the filth, all of the horrible hell that's in their hearts and souls. The demons, the evil spirits, the wickedness, the hate, the murder, the pride, the greed, the lust, the abuse of other people's bodies for personal pleasure. The ox of God walks right through that in people's hearts and minds and has to look at it and just us like, I will take that out. And I will plant good things in the place where all these evil weeds were. That's part of sonship. One of the four faces of the living God is the ox of God that plows hearts and minds. And it's horrifying work. But it's wonderful too. And very, very necessary. Because Babylon the Great is a nightmare of a place. And unless the ox of God is working through us, There will be no change in our cities. There will be no change in America. Probably more than ever before in history, we need the ox nature of Jesus Christ, the wonderful four-faced man, ox, eagle, lion, and man. The four faces of our God shining in the four rivers through our heart, through the four chambers, up through our four faces, transformed by the renewing of our mind. And we have the four faces of Jesus Christ burning through all our souls. So you know we are the sons of God. And we walk this thing every day, through everyone. And we will renew this world. We will heal this world. We will melt the seven mountains of Babylon like wax at the presence of the Lord of all the earth. For in His presence is the fullness of fiery joy. (laughs) Amen. Though the sorrow may last for the night, joy comes in the morning star. And the morning star has risen in our hearts. It's called the mind of Christ. So we can live out of our perfect provision of heavenly glory on earth as it is in heaven. So we can live out of the throne of grace beaming through our hearts and minds in ever-increasing Shekinah and Kavad glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We love you guys. We pray acceleration of the seven spirits of God through all your hearts, the roots of David, through all your minds, the bright morning star, the seven horns and the seven eyes of the seven spirits of God, so we can have a perfect bride of Christ now in America in this great awakening, in Jesus' name. If you'd like to partner with Red Letter Ministries, donate at redlettermen.com, or another way to do it so you don't give PayPal 2-3%, to you can log into your PayPal and gift it to breakerclothing at gmail.com. Again, BreakYourClothing at gmail.com That's Red Letter Ministries' PayPal address and that way it's a free gift and PayPal doesn't take anything and that way you know, I just get grieved when I see them taking hundreds of dollars over the years that we could have used for ministry. So donate at RedletterMin.com or write a check and send it to Red Letter Ministries, P.O. Box 18188 Minneapolis, Minnesota 55418 Your tithes and offerings and your sacrificial giving magnifies this ministry. It really grows this ministry. And we're growing. New people coming in all the time. And we're, I mean, I'm sending out so many of these RLM Glory School 2016 packs. It is so exciting. There's so many people hungry for the feast of Jesus Christ. And they're going to get it. They're going to get glorified. They'll come right into the priesthood of Melchizedek, begin ministering out of heavenly Jerusalem. This movement will transform the whole world. This really is the leadership of the body of Christ and the vanguard of Joel's army of all the earth. The armory of God is fully available for everyone. In Jesus' name. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. Glory.